Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Happiness Created, episode 26. I'm Cecilia, your host, and today we're talking about how it's not the circumstances' fault. So this is all about how your brain, most brains really, interact with the world around you. If you are someone who wishes that the world would just comply with your requests so that you could feel better, this episode is totally for you. And if you're someone who you don't feel like you do that, it's probably for you too, because most of us do this. All right, let's get going. I'm going to start with a question today. How often do you give a reason outside of yourself for why you're feeling stressed, tired, frustrated, happy, angry, disappointed, joyful, inadequate, loved, really any emotion? Why you're feeling that tight feeling in your chest or that pit in your stomach? This might sound like a weird question, so I'm going to give you some real life examples. I'm so stressed because I have this big work deadline and my daughter has a thing at school. I felt so disrespected when my colleague at work pointed at me and said I was out of line. My partner cleaned the kitchen after making my favorite meal and I felt so loved and appreciated. My partner bought the wrong flowers for my birthday and I feel so unseen. Do they even know me? I'm spiraling in anger because my mom said I was fat. My heart bursts with pride when I see my little baby. I'm so exhausted after a day of work and my commute, I just don't have the energy to go to the gym. All right, with those examples, do you see what I'm talking about? Now that you have some examples, now that you have an idea of what I mean when I say, are you looking outside of yourself to create your feelings? I want you to reevaluate. How often, how many times within a day or maybe a week, do you blame what's happening around you for how you feel? Another way of thinking about it is how often do you make the things around you, the people around you, responsible for how you feel, looking outside of yourself. If you do this a lot, blame the toxic work culture or your commute or your partner, your kids, the weather, your roommate, check in with how these statements make you feel. So not the initial emotion of anger or frustration or loved or happy, but how do you feel when you're giving the power to everything around you? That when you're looking outside of yourself for how you're going to feel happy on a given day or how you're going to feel content or grounded how you're not going to feel angry. When you think everyone just has to behave a certain way or everything has to go right so I can feel right. I bet you probably feel pretty disempowered. That's often what comes up for most people. When they actually stand back and look and see if I'm looking outside of myself over the course of a day so I can feel how I want to feel, I feel really disempowered. I feel really out of control. Sometimes overwhelmed and anxious because those go along with us. And the reason why you feel this way is because you're basically saying, I can only feel how I want to feel grounded, happy, calm, content, powerful, smart, intelligent, whatever it is in any of these situations, if the outside world complies with my standards, 
if the outside world, if everyone in it does exactly what I think they should do, then I can feel how I want to feel. And this puts you in a place of trying to control the things that are happening outside of you, which never really works, right? You can't control the traffic. You can't control how your boss responds in stressful situations. No matter how many times you ask your roommate to do the dishes in a certain way, they probably do them how they do them, how they learn to do them. Oftentimes when we're looking outside of ourselves to feel a certain way, the solution that comes up in your brain is to exert more control. So your brain thinks, okay, I just haven't been clear enough with my expectations. I just need to be more controlling. Maybe force your neighbor to cut their unruly plants so you can enjoy your patio. Make a rule for how and when your friends can contact you so you feel loved and valued. Maybe ask your boss to give you positive feedback twice each day so you can feel worthy and valued. Control what your mom says to you so that you don't have to feel triggered. Create situations that you live in that you feel totally safe, totally okay in. And I'm here to tell you that this doesn't work, and it doesn't work for two reasons. The first reason is that unless you develop some serious superpowers, and if you do, please get in contact because I'd love to hear about what's happening for you, but you cannot control what's happening around you. You can't control the weather. You can't control the traffic. You can't control the planes at the airport. You can't control your boss. You can't control your partner. They will all do what they're doing or they'll continue to exist in the system that they're existing in. So adult humans are free beings and they will act how they want to act. And most people will continue to act how they have been acting. They won't change all that much. And so if you're expecting them to change so that you can feel different, you're just kind of waiting around hoping, or you're in this place of feeling like you want to control them and you could control them, but they're not responding how you want them to. They're not performing how you'd like them to. Resisting this truth, the truth of things around you, the truth of the patterns that are happening, resisting the truth that other humans can act how they want to act, creates a lot of drama and stress for you. This resistance just creates a lot of friction. And secondly, is that how you feel is the result of thoughts that are happening in your head and not the result of what's happening around you, including people and circumstances. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is a premise that comes up over and over again, but I'm going to repeat it. How you feel on a day-to-day basis is not the result of what's happening around you. It's not the result of how other people are acting. It's not the result of the traffic or the work situation. It's the result of what's happening in your head. How you feel comes from thoughts. And sometimes these thoughts are so quick that we don't recognize them or they're so programmed that they just feel like truths to us. So we don't even consider them thoughts. They just happen when we feel a certain way. Somebody says something and we have this immediate reaction we don't realize that we've had a thought. We just feel triggered. We just feel angry. We just feel loved. And I can hear everyone out there saying that I'm not choosing to be angry. I'm not choosing to feel stressed. I'm not choosing to feel frustrated. Why would I choose to feel those way? Those different ways, right? Why would I choose to live my life feeling angry at those people around me or feeling triggered? I'm here to tell you that you are actually choosing them. You might not be consciously choosing it right now, but once you know this, you kind of are consciously choosing them because you're not recognizing, you're choosing not to recognize the pattern and you're choosing not to use your brain, your prefrontal cortex, your thinking brain to shift these patterns. When someone says that you're out of line and you feel disrespected, there's a part of your brain that's agreeing with that person And you have a chance to feel the disrespected feeling and then look for other truths to ask, was I really out of line? Is this a truth? You can interact with your brain in that way. 
when you feel stressed about your work project and the timing with family stuff, you're choosing how you work with your schedule and the mental and emotional boundaries you set and keep. You can leave work at work. You can have difficult conversations about timelines. You can choose what family events on are on and off the table. And until you do that, you'll keep externalizing the stress to these other things because you don't want to have the discomfort of thinking about those other choices and making them and upholding them. But once you do, you'll feel free from that stress. When you feel stressed about your flight being canceled, it's because there's a story in your brain. I can't be late. I can do something about this flight being canceled. You know, if I look at my watch enough times, suddenly the flight will be uncanceled. Rather than recognizing the the power that you have is looking at your own thoughts. If the canceled plane is a reality, you can choose how you feel about it, and that will determine how you handle the situation. And the way to test this, the way to test whether the situation is creating how you feel or your thoughts are creating how you feel is to look at something like the plane. So to see if the feeling is universal for people in similar situations. And the plane is a perfect example because most people are in a similar situation. So if you're at an airport and a flight is canceled because there's snow, there are likely other people on the plane in your similar situation. Maybe you're going to a wedding, maybe you're going to a work function, maybe you need to get home for something important. And there are probably other people on your plane in a very similar situation. And some of those people might be pacing back and forth looking at their watch. Maybe you can see their red face. Maybe you can hear them complaining to people in their lives. And there's somebody else sitting there and they're just reading their book, right? It's no big deal. They understand there's a winter storm. And while they love to end up where they want to be on time, they understand that there's nothing they can really do about it. They've accepted where they are. And because they've accepted where they are, they have much different thoughts about what's happening around them and they feel very different. So if you can think of another situation where people have really different reactions to something that's very similar when their life situation is very similar, it's because they're having different thoughts about the same thing. And you can choose the thoughts that you have. And this isn't gaslighting or bypassing yourself. You're choosing different truths that you already believe. You're not forcing positive thinking on yourself, right? But once you choose to believe different things, you will have a different experience in life. The process is to build awareness and acceptance of whatever is. So that's where you first start. Building awareness of your thoughts, building awareness of your emotional experience, building acceptance of the circumstances, how people are, how your brain is right now. This is a really powerful step and it can take a while to build this. It's something that goes on and on forever and it is sort of a mindfulness practice, right? How am I thinking? How am I feeling? What's happening around me? Can I breathe and be with it? Can I accept it? Can I stop resisting it? After that, you take responsibility for what you can take responsibility for, namely your own thoughts and feelings. And these determine how you act, right? You don't need to take responsibility for the canceled plane, but you can take responsibility for how you act in it. Third, you make a commitment to growing, to feeling your feelings, to knowing, to knowing what you're working towards in life and to showing up differently. Making this commitment is huge. Deciding that you're going to interact with your own brain and with the situations around you differently is a really key step. Saying consciously, I'm going to do something different. And then finally, you create an intentional solution. You decide how you want to be in each situation. You decide which truths you want to align with. You see the ones that are harder for you and you work towards them, knowing that growing and evolving will help you show up differently in life. It's not going to make you a better person, right? You're already a completely worthy and lovable human, but it will help you grow into a different space of yourself. When you do this, and when you do this over and over again, you regain power in your life. 
you start exerting control in the areas that you actually can control, you know, your brain and your thoughts. So the next time you're blaming something outside of you for how you're feeling, pause and notice how you feel. See if you can accept that feeling. See if you can notice the thoughts you're having. Bring awareness to that thinking. Notice how those thoughts are creating your feelings. Ask if there are other beliefs available to you. If you feel unseen because you're telling yourself that your partner doesn't know you because they bought you the wrong flowers, own that feeling of being unseen. Notice that it's your thought that's causing it. It's the story you're telling yourself. And then maybe see if there are other truths that are available. Maybe they might be, my partner thought of me. They know I like flowers. I've never said explicitly which flowers I love. I can see the thought behind this gesture. And maybe from those thoughts, you have a different emotional experience. Maybe you feel more loved and more seen. You probably have a different day and night with your partner. You probably do different things, think different things. You are different in the day. And so when you start to bring awareness and acceptance to your thoughts and interact with them intentionally, your experience changes in the world. You'll have less self-judgment. You'll have less anxiety and overwhelm around the control that you're trying to exert around everybody else. You'll feel more loved. You'll feel more accepted. You'll feel more like you. I'm going to cover this in more detail on February 12th, if you're listening to this in real time, um, at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time in a webinar. We're going to spend an hour talking about how to create the love that you want and recognizing how when you create the love for you, when you really intentionally create this feeling of love, how this impacts all of your relationships. And suddenly, when the people around you aren't responsible for making you feel loved, you can have a lot more fun with them. Things will shift in your life. So I hope you join me. There's going to be a link in the show notes. You can click on that to register. I'll see you on February 12th. If I don't see you then, thanks so much for listening. Remember, it's not the circumstances fault. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B, Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K dot com forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for Happiness Created, click on the show and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week.